<laughs> what year is it? I just passed out on pod. Did you really just pass out? Yeah, I think so. Or very <laughs> close. Oh my. <laughs> Oh my god, are you okay? <laughs> oh no! Austin, you okay, buddy? Are you, I should be asking that of you. Oh, but you passed out. I gotta check on you. I'm okay. Uh, you ate my shit. No, it's dead! Oh no! Uh, yeah. Don't worry about it. Caught right. on your wheel. No, they got. It's more embarrassing than that. They got caught on my other foot. Two seconds ago, as Darylise, Darylise is just Woo! chilling, um, and Austin is indisposed at the moment, as he might be in a different time zone. What? Uh, Thank you. I passed out from laughing so hard at Riley and shit. Ah, and, I, I and I'm Cronus. If I didn't say that already, Cronus, thank you Hi, for handling Cronus. the intro. You're welcome. You're great. It's been a wild hurts. ride. My yeah. face hurts. <laughs> Mine as well. <laughs> Do you guys remember what happened 10 minutes ago when we recorded? Cloud and September are probably gay, but they may not be. They may actually be brothers, which would make this whole thing really weird. Um... Yeah, and Winnie then the we were we were in Winnie the Pooh, and Pooh couldn't remember for some reason. It's because the book was damaged that Pooh couldn't remember people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And after leaving Cloud and Sephiroth to fight their shit, we head back to Atlantica. Fuck me. Oh, man. I shouldn't have done that intro. 
Oh, man. <laughs> we have learned the magnet spell, so we can now get the statue free from beneath the rock. Then we cut to Sora swimming up to Ariel. Ariel! We'd like you to come with us, Ariel. Have we got something to show you? And they proceed to Ariel's grotto, where Ariel sees this large statue of Prince Eric. It's a pretty cool statue, huh? It looks kind of like some prince. Ariel swims up to it. A prince? And Sebastian just holding his head. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl, the girl who has everything? Look at this trove, treasures untold. How many wonders can one cavern hold? Looking around here, you'd think, sure, she's got everything. I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. Do you want thingamabobs? I got 20. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Oh, feet. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun, wandering free. Wish I could be part of that world. That wasn't so in a Barbosa voice. Oh my god. Part of that <laughs> world. <laughs> Thank you. I absolutely love was- it. Really, really fucking good. Every time I'm shook. But also, that was a really good uh, song, Austin. That was touching. Yeah. I wish I think everyone so. it was a lot could better see... than Finny Fun. Yeah, it was a lot better than Finny Fun, and it had some really great interpretive dance, courtesy of uh, Cronus and Darylis. Ariel, after doing this number, and there's all sorts of choreography throughout it, floats down to the there's statue and looks and looks up at the sunlight. Ariel. We're here to help you, you know. Oh no, you three stay out of it. Look who's talking. Yeah, you were going to tell her dad about it. And Sebastian's just holding his head still. What am I going to do? Ariel just stares at the statue, and we cut to Sebastian meeting with King Triton. Uh, But Sebastian stays back, like way at the entrance of the throne room, doesn't approach. You're late, Sebastian. Is something wrong? No, nothing, your majesty. And Sebastian swims up to him. That's good. So tell me, how is the song for the musical coming? It is finished, your majesty. And it celebrates all the wonderful things found here in the ocean. It'll be my finest work. Will it get Ariel's mind off the human world? Uh, yes, well, probably, possibly. King Triton looks at him sternly. I mean, most definitely. Excuse me, your majesty, but I must rehearse. You understand. And he swims out of the room. Uh, Sir Donald and Goofy return to the undersea courtyard. Uh, and we find Ariel even more infatuated with the human world than before. This is terrible. We've got to do something. She can't be in the musical like that. I'll sing her part instead. No way. Not a chance. What? Why not? 
hey, it's Sebastian. And Sebastian swims up with a scroll in his claws. This will never work. What's up? I've composed a perfect song for the musical, but I think it's going to be a bit too complicated for you. Ah, oh, come on, how hard can it be? And they unravel the scroll and look at the sheet music. Uh-oh. And we would have had to come back again after gaining some levels. But when we get back, we'll be singing Under the Sea. And, you know, I will need some backup vocals for the part where it goes, Under the Sea, Under the Sea. So. Okay. Can you help us get into get into character and get into scene a little bit? I'm a method okay. actor. So you will all be sea snails. And I'm not joking. That's that's who does the backup, at least in Kingdom Hearts. And I will be a, mm -hmm. a little crab. Okay, you're a little crab. What's my motivation? Uh, s <laughs> saying the words under the sea right after somebody else says them. Okay, okay. Um, Follow-up question. Are the snails any particular colors? Or are they all the I same? I believe their shells... I believe they're they're all the same. I believe their shells are kind of off white, and their bodies are kind of bluish. Hmm. I would like to be a purple one. You know, I'll let it slide this time. You can be purple. Okay. Well, cool. then I want to be orange. Okay, you can be orange. Well, can I have teal? Sure. Okay. It'd be really funny if you had said no. <laughs> I really was afraid that he was going to, and I wouldn't blame him at this point for being like, Riley, fuck off. <laughs> this is also the first song where different people have different singing roles. So I guess I will attempt to do different voices, but it may all just combine down into either Sebastian or my own voice. But I will try or to do character voices. Or Barbosa. Okay. <clears throat> Sebastian drums on a few bongos and shells. I'm sorry, I was getting ready. Seb Sebastian drums <laughs> on a few bongo shells and starts up the hot crustacean band. He points to Sora, who swims in among fish. The seaweed is always greener in somebody else's lake. You dream about going up there, but that is a big mistake. Just look at the world around you, right here on the ocean floor. Such wonderful things around you, what more is you looking for? Under the sea, under the sea, darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Up on the shore, they work all day. Out in the sun, they slave away. While we devote in full time to floating under the sea. 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 Life is sweet here. We got the beat here naturally. Even the sturgeon and the ray, they get the urge and start to play. We've got the spirit, you got to hear it under the sea. Do 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 Under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. When the sardines begin to begin, it's music to me. What do they got? A lot of sand. We got a hot crustacean band. Eat little clam here, know how to jam here under the sea. Each little slug here, cutting a rug here under the sea. Each little snail here, know how to whale here. That's why it's hotter under the water. Yeah, we in luck here, down in the muck here under the sea. It ends with Sebastian on a center rock and Ariel and Sora, like, motioning to him. 
as the music ends. So what do you think, Ariel? So what do you think, Riley? <laughs> I have a few <laughs> thoughts, as I often do. One, that it's was a lot harder attention. than I anticipated. Two, uh, they really got it right in the line where they said every snail hair knows how to whale hair. I think we've proven that time and time again. I think that we really got into our roles and we are made for this this position. Thank you for the opportunity. Continue. I'm not sure if I clean that up a whole bunch in editing or if I leave it how it was. No, you should clean it up. That was emotionally taxing. <laughs> Curtis looked so stressed out. They were like, under the sea! Oh, shit! <laughs> under the... No? Oh, wait, I missed that one. <laughs> I was so sure he didn't point. I was like, he didn't point. Darius is like, oh fuck. And then Austin's is like, I did. Gross. Oh fuck. Oh, that was good. Good work, guys. We're good snails, I think. So what do you think, Ariel? Oh, I think it's a great song, Sebastian. It's just, it's not what I want to sing. And Sebastian gasps. I want to sing about how our two worlds can live in harmony, land and sea together. The Sea King would make chow out of me if you sang a song like that. If you won't listen, then I'm not going to sing at all. And Ariel leaves. Ariel! And Sora, Donald, and Goofy swim after her. And then Sebastian, alone. <laughs> How do I get myself into these situations? Oh man, not only has that, has that girl fallen in love with the, at the worst possible time, but what a human. Ariel's in love with a human? Triton <laughs> swims up. Oh, me and my big mouth. Uh, and we cut back to Sora, Dolan, and Goofy uh, arriving at Ariel up on the surface. And they see Prince Eric walking on the beach. Is that him? Uh-huh. Let's say something. No, don't. He's a human, and I'm a mermaid. I, I don't know what he'd think. And Eric walks away from the beach, and he we notice something shiny drop from his pockets as he walks away. What's that? And we see it's a necklace that floats in the water and ends up between some rocks. Uh, Ariel swims up to it. Oh, it must be his. But we can't reach it. Rats. And we would have had to come back when we got a stronger magnet spell, but we've already done that. So we enter the final chapter, Ursula's Revenge. Uh, we've gotten the pendant for Ariel, and she's now in her grotto admiring it. This is great, Sora. I know he'll be happy to have this back. And just who is this he? Daddy. Ariel, you know how dangerous humans are. Ariel's not looking at him. You don't know him. Oh, Daddy, you've told me that you don't trust humans, but they can't all be as bad as you say. And I'm... well, I'm gonna prove it to you. So help me, Ariel. I'm going to get through to you. And he holds the trident with both hands. And if this is the only way... And the trident starts to glow, and Ariel tries to stop him. So be it. And he sends out a blast of energy from the trident, which completely destroys the statue. Ariel can't look at her father in the eye and just swims out. Uh, Sora and company follow her, but before, like, they, they aren't able to keep up with her, I guess. And in the undersea courtyard, Ursula appears to her. Ariel, you poor child. You're Ursula, the sea witch. Didn't my father banish you? That's right, Angelfish. But how would I stay away when I knew you were so miserable? 
What you need is a woman's advice. Ariel starts to swim away. What if I could make all your dreams come true? Ariel stops and turns around. My father never allow it. Oh, well, mustn't be love if you'd give up that easily. Could, could you really help me? But how? Well, the only way to get what you want is to become a human yourself. A human? Can you do that? My dear sweet child, that's what I do. Sebastian and Flounder swim into the area and see them, uh, but like, aren't directly noticed by Ursula and Ariel. This is terrible, Flounder. You've got to tell the king. Okay. And Flounder turns around, but is blocked by Flotsam and Jetsam. Have we got a deal? I'll turn you into a human right now. All you have to do is sign a little contract. A contract? That's right, sweet cakes. And the price is just a token. A trifle. What I want from you is your voice. M my voice? I almost forgot. The magic only lasts for three days. You gotta get dear old Princey to kiss you before the sun sets on the third day. If he doesn't, you turn back into a mermaid and belong to me. I suppose you might find my terms a little tough. After all, you are King Triton's daughter, adored by all Atlantica. Why, you're, practic you're practically guaranteed a happy life. Are you sure you won't listen to your daddy? All it'll cost is your true love. Come on, sweetie pie. This is your last chance. But far be it from little old me to twist your arm. Don't listen to her, Ariel. Ariel's still thinking it over, and Ursula acts like she's about to leave. Well now, I won't intrude any longer. I'll be on my way. You obviously don't want my help. Too bad about your prince, though. He is quite a catch. Wait. And Ursula swims back over, and a contract and pen appear with a flick of her wrist. All I have to do is sign? And she hesitantly but quickly grabs the pen and writes her name. While looking away, the pen disappears and the contract flies into Ursula's hands. We have a deal. Here you go. Ariel, don't. And Sora and Goofy finally arrive. Sora, please, you have to stop Herman. Wait. But Ursula creates a large wind tunnel, blocking Sora from them. Ursula's voice glows and floats out of her mouth. She clutches at her neck, and her voice travels into a shell in Ursula's hands. Sebastian and Flounder gasp, and Sora braves the wind tunnel before it dissipates, and they see Ariel, now with legs, trying to swim to the surface for air. Oh no, she can't breathe like that! So Sora grabs her by her arms and pulls her upwards to the surface, all the while Ursula laughs as they swim. And then we see... We cut to a little bit later. Prince Eric walking the shore and sees Ariel lying half in the water. He rushes up to her. Are you the girl? Please wake up! And she opens her eyes and sees him looking down at her. Uh, she stands up, trying to gain her balance, uh, and he catches her. Whoa, easy there. And they look into each other's eyes. Ariel checks herself and tries to speak, but can't, and she touches her throat. What's wrong? Can't you speak? Oh. Well, where did you come from? And she looks out at the ocean and sees Sordon and the Goofy watching. And so she, like, tries to distract him from looking out in the ocean. And then she remembers that she has the pendant and holds it out to him. That's my pendant. Ariel smiles. I can't believe you found it. She nods and places it in his hands. Thank you. He looks at it and then back to her. Please, come with me. I want to help you. 
She tries to walk, and he catches her and leads her back to his palace. Uh, Sora, Donald, and Goofy swim back to the undersea courtyard. Looks like it's going pretty well. Oh, gosh, shouldn't we tell King Triton about this? Absolutely not. It would break his heart if he found out about Dees. Then what do we do? We gotta stay right here and take care of Ariel. That's what we're gonna do. I guess it's all we can do. So Sora and Sebastian check on Ariel. Uh, Ariel and Prince Eric are walking along the seashore. So we just float here and watch? Have you got a better idea? We could make Ursula fix all of this. Ha! She ain't gonna bother with the likes of you. Hey, you never know until you try. Hmm, you may be right. It's gotta be better than doing nothing. Can I trust you to take care of Ursula? Of course. For a couple of days, the first two days basically, uh, Sora, Don, and the Goofy are searching underwater for Ursula, but they can never find her. Uh, and Flounder and Sebastian are watching over the shoreline looking for Ariel. Nearly on sunset of the third day, they ascend out of the water. No sign of Ursula anywhere. I wonder where that sea witch could have gone. And we see Flounder, like, in the water close to Ariel, who's crying on the beach. And they swim up. Ariel's been crying for a long time. And we see Eric walking with another girl. And he has an odd glaze in his eyes. And we see this other girl singing. What would I give to live where you are? What would I pay to stay here beside you? What would I do to see you smiling at me? Uh, Sora, Donald, and Goofy, like, hide a bit to not be noticed. Where would we walk? Where would we run? If we could stay all day in the sun, just you and me, and I could be part of your world. During that, though, Flounder said, look, there, and they see the shell on Vanessa's necklace. It's Ursula. She must have turned herself into that girl. Okay, that's it. So Sora pulls out the keyblade and shoots a beam of light at the necklace and it falls to the ground and shatters, startling Vanessa. Ariel's voice suddenly returns to her and she gasps and Prince Eric's eyes return to normal. What? What happened? Eric! And he runs over to her. You, you can talk. You're the one, the girl who sang to me. Oh, Eric, I wanted to tell you. Of course, it was you. You're the one who, who saved me that night in the storm. Oh, Ariel, I'm sorry I didn't figure it out sooner. You're the one that I love. Eric. Not so fast. And they look over and gasp as they see Ursula back to her, her regular form on the shore. Do you see what I see? And we see the sun's about to set. You're too late. And Ursula grabs Ariel and dives into the water. Eric calls out, Ariel! Asura, Don, and Goofy descend underwater, and Ursula swims down, dragging Ariel, who's become a mermaid again. Stop! Stay out of this, you fools! And she holds up the contract in a tentacle. Triton's precious little daughter signed a contract. Now, dearie, let's see how beautiful you are when I'm through with you. And Ursula grabs Ariel and holds a tentacle up to her cheek. That contract's no good. Let her go. Excuse me. And Triton blasts the contract with his trident, but the contract doesn't break. Now, now, even the great King Triton can't go around breaking binding contracts. Why, it just wouldn't do, would it? Now, if you'll excuse me, I have some loose ends to tie up. And Flotsam and Jetsam grab Ariel. 
Wait, Ursula. You win. Just promise you'll let my daughter go. But we had a deal. Unless, of course, you're offering to take our place. And she holds up the contract. I'm afraid I have no choice. The trident glows, and he uses its magic to write his name on the contract instead. Ursula laughs, and Triton is reduced to a shriveled, uh, to a shriveled sea anemone. And Ursula picks up the dropped trident. At last, Daddy! And Ursula points the trident at Triton. Who's the mighty ruler of the seas now? You, you monster, let him go! Just then, a sharp wooden stick nicks Ursula in the arm, and she yells and looks back to see Prince Eric underwater, like with an oar that he has broken piece off uh, and is stabbing at Ursula. <laughs> Ursula sends Flotsam and Jetsam to go after him, but Sora blocks. Hey, that's enough! And the trident glows. <laughs> now you all bow to me. Flounder and Sebastian watch in horror as smoke spreads everywhere, and everyone swims to the surface. Eric and Ursula huddle together, and the dark water bubbles around them. And then suddenly Ursula bursts out of the water directly beneath them, and she's huge, splitting them from each other. They huddle again as the sea witch rises above the water, towering over them, and she holds the trident in her, in her hand and smiles evilly. And there is a big fight taking place during this next song. This Ursula song. This witch is back to bring her wrath upon the sea. Trident can't be rid of me, that, not that easily. And like all who dare defy me, he will learn his lesson well. Never toy with a girl like me. You got what you deserved. Flotsam and Jetsam. Loyal darlings, strong as the tide. Sweetest poopsies, hasten to my side right now. Mommy needs you. Crush those stupid fools. Make them writhe. <laughs> oh no. Not the poopsies. <laughs> Immaculate as always. It's not you did so great, Austin. Oh, it's not I'm halfway done. I have to wait for it to catch up. There's a big fight part happening. Oh! <laughs> Feeble human, no, I can't believe my eyes. Such a stubborn royal who is fighting for his prize. Without your precious mermaid, now you're crazy with revenge. I suppose I sympathize. I'm not gonna lose her. Right, we're with you all the way. Flotsam and Jetsam. Loyal darlings, strong as the tide. Sweetest poopsies, hasten to my side right now. Mommy needs you. <laughs> Smash those stupid fools. Make them writhe. Sorry, Mommy, your poopsies are toast. Because Sora has killed them. Wait, what? Did he say that? <laughs> yes. Okay. He called her Mommy? This Ew. is not the end, my dears. I swear I've just begun. It's not over until Ursula has won. That's what you think. And Sora knocks the trident out of her hand as she tries to hit him with it. It swings through the air and lands on Eric's boat. No, it's not possible. It's over, Ursula. That belongs to me. Eric, having now grabbed the trident, says, All right, then, you can have it. And he, this, this boy, this boy is good with a javelin or something because he just launches this triton right fucking through her chest. 
Uh, she screams in pain, sinks into the water, and everything returns to normal. Please, Ariel, you can come out now. It's okay. But she doesn't move from her place, uh, still floating in the water. Ariel? She dives under and then jumps through the air, showing him that she's a mermaid. You see, Eric, this is why I went to Ursula. This can't be. I would have told you sooner to think. And she thinks he's like, fuck, I can't date a mermaid. Eric, goodbye. I had all that time and I didn't work on my swimming. And he jumps into the water and swims to her. Well, I guess it's never too late to learn, right? Will you teach me? I'd love to. And they embrace. Sounds like he already knows how to fucking swim, though. Uh, I, um, whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I can't disagree <laughs> with you. <laughs> All right. And King Triton is back to normal, and he swims away, and everybody meets at the undersea courtyard. Other than Eric. You know, he can't hold his breath that long. Prince Eric is a great guy, and he's really brave, too. Yes, but he is a human. Oh, brother, not again. Ariel and Flounder arrive. How'd it go with your father, Ariel? Great. Thanks for your help. I gotta go. I'll see you later. And she swims up to the surface. Hey, wait. And Flounder. I almost forgot, Sebastian. King Triton said this year's festival is important, so that music better be your best ever. My best ever, hmm? All right, what's going on? You gotta do me a favor. And he, he, the crab whispers his idea to Sora, Donald, and Goofy. What? Huh? But how? And it was going to make the perfect song, too. We would have had to come back after learning a stronger lightning spell. But we have it already, so we can keep going. Mm. Mm -hmm. Looks like you can handle this now. Now our musical will be perfect. This is it. Are you ready to start? I'm ready. Let's do it. So there's this big stage. Sebastian swims up to his sheet music and taps his conductor's uh, wand on, on a book. And the curtains of bubbles dissipates. And we see three shells rise from below. And the right and the left shells open. And Atina and Adrina, uh, two of Ariel's sisters, are inside. They begin to sing. Come the dawning of a happy age of new beginnings land As ye have come together, joined in peace and harmony Fairy tales and miracles are what we're singing of Our dear Princess Ariel truly fell in love With a prince, a human prince who lives so far above Wishes really can come true If you want them to And this happiness inside I owe to every one of you About you introduce us to these love Friends of yours Come and take a bow Donald, Goofy, and Sora Congratulations, dear princess, to you You found your first <laughs> love And he found you too we were glad to help you out and very proud it's true. Seeing how we made you grin just makes us want to twirl a fin. Wishes really can come true if you want them to. And this happiness inside I owe to every one of you. Be so kind and introduce the king and all this and these his loyal friends. Please say hello, Daddy Sebastian Flounder. Ariel, I'm so happy for you. Yes, happy endings are so rare and so few. 
We've got to help and very proud it's true. Seeing how we made you grin just makes us want to twirl a fin. The other friends of yours that might be waiting in the wings, come say hello, all my friends from every corner of the world. Is dawning on a happy age of new beginnings. Land and sea have come together, joined in peace and harmony. Fairy tales and miracles are what we're singing of. Hard dear Princess Ariel, Prince Eric from above. A happy ending forever after, full of joy and love. <sighs> it's not good. An easy song to sing all those parts. After this, Asora opens a gateway. There's not really anything that is the trigger. Maybe it's the song itself. Sora, what's happening? A new pathway is open. What, you're gonna go? This is goodbye. I won't do it. We'll never say goodbye. That's right. A one, a two, a three, four. And Don Sora, Donald, Goofy sing. And it's really bad. And so I'm not even going to try and match its, uh, its cadence. Even though we're hitting the road, our, words, our worlds are still connected, which means we are free to come and go and sing. So don't be sad and always know we'll come back soon to say hello. Uh, they swim around Ariel, who smiles, and then they return to the gummy ship. And thank God oh, we're done with Atlantica. <laughs> Oh no! Did you have a lot of funny fun, Crow? It did <laughs> the most, the most funny fun. Did you have a lot of funny fun? Oh, I like that. It's good shit. I and you, Riley. <laughs> say Riley did I... have a lot of funny fun. Oh, oh no! Oh, yes. I can't believe you. So we had we had to Disney Castle to go fight. Our other secret boss. Yeah, Chip and Dale called and uh, asked them to come to the call of the ho the Hall of the Cornerstone, not the Call of the Hornerstone. That's a very different thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sora, you're here! Something bad has happened. And they turn and they see a large dark portal in the wall behind the Cornerstone of Light, and it's pulsing with energy. Look, the Cornerstone of Light. Before you know it, it'll be surrounded. I think it could lead somewhere, but. Do you think it's connected to that door to the past? It could be a tra trap made by Organization 13. Either way, we should probably check it out. So they enter so they enter the portal and arrive at a barren landscape covered in pillars of stone and the dry ground cracks under their feet as they look around and sand blows in the wind and it reveals a figure. I'm sending a picture of this figure right now. Notably, he is in, or they are in, like goldish and reddish armor with black accents, a long cape, and they're wielding a keyblade. And this figure's kneeling on the ground. The keyblade is plunged into the ground before it, and he's sort of leaning against it. And the cape blows softly in the breeze, and all is silent for several moments until this figure speaks. Aqua. Ven. And Sword Donald be ready their weapons as the figure remains unmoving. A keyblade. Who are you? I know you. We've met before. Way back when. No, that wasn't you. 
You're not the one I chose. Where is he? Zay-a-Nort. Is that you? Zay-a-Nort? Zay-a-Nort. The figure puts a foot forward and stands upright and pulls the keyblade out from its plunged into the ground position. Uh, and they battle this figure, which is known as the Lingering Will. Oh. The Lingering uh, Will uh, looks like it came from a Transformers movie. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, it's a very, very tough fight. I have personally never beaten the Lingering Will. But after the fight, Lingering Will says, That's it. Your power. That's what I felt with you. Without another word, he plunges his keyblade into the ground and kneels against it again, unable to retrieve any more answers from this place. So Donald and Goofy return to the gummy ship. And that's where we'll end What's for tonight. What's the deal? What's the deal with Lingering Will? So you know how we had Unknown, and then it was revealed that was Xemnas peeking around in the first game. Yeah. Well, this is a character who we'll see in another future game. Our, you know, at least our Lingering Will. Mm. Wait, okay, so this is someone who's no longer around or someone who's dead. And this is, Perhaps. like, their lingering will, if you will. Do I know them? Yep. This is Ansem. I knew it. I knew it. It's not Ansem. Darn it. Although, interesting thoughts there. We'll talk later. Much later, though. Okay, okay. <laughs> Somebody. We've not met them yet. We will not meet them. Yeah, but... For a while. It's like you know someone... you've seen this person before, Riley. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm just kidding. And we'll Doofus. we'll actually see a bit we'll see a bit more about them when we get to the secret endings. Do you guys have any other thoughts, comments, questions on what we covered today? Nope. Mm-mm. I'm sorry the songs are bad. <laughs> they were great. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Great songs. Other than the ones that are directly from the movie, they are not great songs. Those those two are better than Finny Fun, I think. Oh yeah. Like, they're better than I get, Finny Fun. And I apologize for saying daddy and mommy so many times. I don't think I you said you daddy enough chuckle. time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mommy, your poopsies are toast. Yeah, right after he killed Flotsam and Jetsam. Oh, oh my God! Oh. Yep. You know, mad respect to Ion. Ion, I, uh, Iano? ultra, ultrasonic Ion, ultrasonic Ion. Really mm. proud of him. He's he's not a you know like a music director or a conductor. Or Are you like, talking about yeah, the person who does our music? Or not Ion? No, no, but uh. Who does Kingdom Hearts? Who's in charge of that? So there actually is a very professional conductor who makes most of Kingdom Hearts music. Uh, who wrote I, the lyrics check. for these songs? That I couldn't tell you. I have to imagine maybe they flow better in Japanese. Oh, you know what? That's a really good point. Can you just cut out that whole dumb part that I was like saying that I just didn't? I think I had a stroke. Please don't leave that in there because Ayana Ultra, the one who does our music, is a baddie. Uh. So Yoko Shim- uh, Shimamura is the condu- the composer for most of Kingdom Hearts original music, uh, and then um, Otara Hikaru is the person 
uh, who does most of the uh, opening and closing songs for Kingdom Hearts games, like Dearly Beloved and Sanctuary and whatnot. Yeah. But our intro and outro song is Dearly Reminded by Ano Ultra. You can find his Bandcamp links in the show notes. You can also find a link to our Discord server in the show notes. But that's all from us this week. Bye. 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 By their head, they're lying too. On my screen, it looks like it looks like your nose is glowing. Riley wrestled the sun and lost.